This is Apostle James Podcast. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Hello, you are welcome to a very special edition of this podcast. We hear the mystery of connection, the mystery of prayer, the mystery of the Holy Spirit. And then here we are going to, you know, this is Apostle James podcast transfiguring the world by the word of god and bringing joy to the faces of many hallelujah you are welcome again to my podcast <laughs> hallelujah we are still talking about Mount Sinai and the tabernacle experiences. And then right now that I'm going to major on the Mount Sinai experience. And I want to show us that the Mount Sinai experience began with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In fact, as we progress, there are so many things we are going to talk about this Mount Sinai. You know, Paul gave us the definition of Mount Sinai in the book of Galatians chapter 4, verse 24-25, actually from verse 21. Then Paul began to give us the description between Hagar and Sarah, you know, the bond woman and the free woman. And from there he began to explain about Mount Sinai. In fact, look at what the Bible says about Mount Sinai scripturally. Amen. Shall we go there? The book of Galatians chapter number 4. Galatians chapter 4 and then verse 24, verse 25. Paul said there, the Bible says, We things are an allegory. Let me read it from verse 21 so that we have the sequence. And then it says here, Tell me ye that desire to be under the, the law, do you not hear the law? Remember I said that apostolically they take us back to the root. To understand Christ, you must go back to the root. Christ has a root. Christianity has its root in Christ. And Christ has his root in the scriptures. So for us to understand the depth of Christ, we must return to the scriptures. Now look at the depth of this. Praise God. Actually, let me show us something from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 16, I'm reading from verse 25 and 26, it says, Now to him that is of power to establish you, according to my gospel, God is of power to establish us according to the apostolic gospel committed to Apostle Paul by the Holy Ghost and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. Now listen. He says, God is of power to establish you according to my gospel. Now, let me remove that personal pronoun, my. Let me remove that, 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 uh, you know, pronoun, my. Uh, according to the gospel, let me make it uh, a universal article. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. Now listen to that. 
the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret. This Romans chapter 16 verse 25. The revelation of the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ which was kept secret since the world began. Since the world began. Verse 26. But now is made manifest by the scriptures. Christianity has root. It is not a mental exercise. People of God, you've got to understand this. It's not a mental exercise. Why we have problem right now is that people are using their mental frame. Christianity has root. Christianity has root in Christ. And Christ has root in the scriptures. So for us to understand Christ and Christianity, we must get back to the scriptures. The scriptures we are talking about are not just the New Testament. New Testament is the interpretation of the scriptures because it's the scripture made flesh. It's enough to take us to heaven. But if we want to understand who Christ is, we must have to return to the Holy Spirit who inspired the scripture for him to give us the understanding. The scriptures are not just the history and religion of the Jews. You always hear me saying this. The scriptures are, you know, God's, God's word, the Son of God, Logos, in written form. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So Romans chapter 16 here says that um, now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. The revelation of the mystery was kept secret since the world began, but is now made manifest, now it is made manifest, and by the scriptures, made manifest by the scriptures, it's not by prophecy, it's made manifest by the scriptures. So if you want to understand it, and manifest there is phanerosis, manifest is to show, is to exhibit, is exhibited by the scriptures. To exhibit Christ, we must open the scriptures. To exhibit Christ, to manifest Christ, we must, ex we must open the scriptures. Oh, come on, praise God. Amen. And by the scriptures of the prophets, listen, I'm now made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of the, the scriptures of the prophet made manifest, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith from Kremlin, made known to all nations. You know, to Punjab, eh? to Delhi, eh? to Beijing, to Washington, to Abuja, eh? to Lome, eh? to Accra. Are you getting that? The scriptures is the, are the only means by which we will understand Christ and understand the gospel and understand the revelation of the mystery of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you see, the apostles would go deep into the scripture to explain to us why Jesus Christ is the Christ. For example, look at the book of Acts of the Apostles chapter 17. That was what they did. 
they took time to dwell on the scriptures to explain to us about Christ. Amen. Look at Acts of Apostles chapter 17, reading from verse 1. Now when they had passed through Amphipolis, Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica where was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures. Paul reasoned with them out of the scriptures. Jesus was already in heaven as at this time. But to explain the Christ that has died and had gone to heaven, you must explain Christ scripturally. Hallelujah. Opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and uh, risen again from the dead and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And some of them believe and then consulted with Paul and Silas and of the devil Greece a great multitude and of the chief of the women not a few so many of them came to believe they reasoned it's not in this time where people don't sit down to reason the word of God are you an uncut man you can shadow with me let us read in the scriptures are you a master you can shadow. Let us raise in the scriptures. Let's raise in the scriptures. Bring your scriptures. Bring your scriptures. And I will bring my scriptures. And I will bring the Bible. Let us raise in the Bible. Are you a mullah? Let us raise in the scriptures. Apostles are not afraid to raise in the scriptures. But you see, most of the time, we are shying away from reasoning the word of God. Because we have not studied, are you even a scientist? Come, let us read the scriptures. Come, let's read the scriptures. And then you understand that Jesus, by the scriptures, is proven to be the Son of God. We don't have any other document to prove to you about Christ other than the scriptures. So to understand Christ, we must understand the scriptures. That was what Paul began to do. I remember our topic today, Mount Sinai and the tabernacle experiences. And I said, let me just talk about Mount Sinai right now. But I began to delve into the scriptures. Now back to the book of Galatians chapter 4. And then as Paul was talking, he says, are you blind? Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law. Do you not hear the law? Verse 21, chapter 4, verse 22 now. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by bondage and the other by a free woman. But he who was of the born woman was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise, which things are an allegory. Which things are an allegory. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Huh? For this, these are two covenants. The one from the Mount Sinai bearing children for the bondage, who is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. Listen to that. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. And 
Nazareth to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage <laughs> with her children. But the Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Uh, you know, this is too deep. You know, this is very, very deep. But let me not get into a deeper part of it because I would have brought us out from the Bible and then taking us to the Middle East with the eye of the Bible as well because Paul talked about Jerusalem and talked about Arabia but he was talking about law and talking about grace now but if you come out from the Bible before you return into the Bible then you have Jerusalem physical and you have Arabia physical and you know that Jerusalem is the spiritual headquarters of God Judaism and Arabia is the spiritual headquarters of the Muslim community you know that so you are talking about spiritual headquarters so this let the kid will tell you about spiritual headquarters that's why I, said, I don't want to get it there you know middle east is a very interesting place in the bible you have a lot of spiritual headquarters which we find in the middle east for example in revelation chapter 2 verse 13 jesus talked about the church in Pegamon, Pegamos. Jesus talking about the church in Pegamos. He says there from verse 12, and unto the angel of the church in Pegamos or Pegamon write, This thing saith he who had the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's throne, Satan's seat, Satan's throne is, and thou holdest thy name. Jesus said that Pegamos, Pegamos is the spiritual headquarters of Satan. That is what Jesus said. So you find that, and where is Pegamos? Pegamos is in the present Turkey. So you are you are not talking about another spiritual headquarter. Are you get what I'm talking about? So when you talk about Middle East, it's a different ball game altogether. You have Jerusalem, a spiritual headquarter. You have Arabia, a spiritual headquarter. Then you have Pegamos. It is the seat of Satan. How do we even know that? Now go to the book of Revelation again, chapter nine, verse fourteen. Let me read from verse thirteen. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Loose the four angels who are bound in the great river Euphrates. Are you getting that? And the four angels were loose who were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year to stay to slay the third part of May. Are you getting that? So 
that Euphrates region where the angels, the demons were bound. So we are talking about spiritual headquarters. So you are now talking about number one. And Pegamos is in that Euphrates region. So when you are talking about Euphrates region, you are talking about the region that borders around that Pegamos. I get what I'm talking about. So you are talking about spiritual headquarters. So when Paul began to talk about who the Holy Ghost was signifying things to us. Holy Ghost was signified by spiritual headquarters as well. Jerusalem is one, Arabia is one. Then I'm telling you where the seat of Satan is. Revelation chapter 2, verse 13. Now look at the again, Revelation chapter 16, verse 12. And it says there, and the sixth angel poured out his bowl upon the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up that the way of the kings of the earth might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frost come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet for they are the spirits of demons, devils, working miracles that go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Amen. So you have another spiritual headquarter, and that is in the region of Turkey. One is in Jerusalem, one is in Arabia, Saudi Arabia, the other one is in Turkey. Now it has not finished. Now we go to chapter 17. If we go to chapter 17 of Revelation, then we begin to have the revelation of the Babylon mystery. The Babylon mystery. In as much as that this has a correlation in the modern time, outside Babylon. But you understand that it still refers to Babylon. So you still have Babylon as a spiritual headquarter, literally speaking. It is the mystic headquarter of the ancient time. You must have heard about Sumerian civilization. They are talking about that. You know, that's where Abraham came out from. So you have another spiritual headquarter, Babylon, which is in Iraq. Then we have not finished. We have not finished. And then we now come down and find the Persian kingdom. The ancient Persian kingdom. Which is in Iran. So you you have five different spiritual headquarters. Huh? Five spiritual different headquarters in the Middle East. That is why that, that place is a terrible place spiritually. So we need to understand this. Anyway, let me not get you know a little more deeper into that. We will still talk about this. The time I begin to talk about the mirroring of, uh, you know, the the mirroring of the antediluvian world, you know, into the present time. Then we understand, you know, how that uh, when the Muslim community was established in 62 AD, 62 AD, and how it coincided with the birth of Enoch. Again, get what I'm talking about. You know, from the time of Adam, there are too many things that are 
that are that are mystery hidden. That's why the Bible says that these things have been hidden. The root of Christ is the scriptures, and it is the apostles and the prophets that search the scriptures to find this thing out. You break it out and then unbalance them. Praise the Lord. But I want to conclude right now. Let me conclude because what we are talking about is how does Mount Sinai represent or signify the death and uh, uh, the death and uh, life, the death and resurrection experience for the children of Israel that just came out. Praise God. Amen. Okay, we are going to conclude this in uh, another episode. Praise God. <laughs> you know, it's very, very deep. So in the next episode, we are going to conclude this. And we're going to conclude. I'm just talking about concluding the aspect of the death and resurrection experience. Because for you to begin work with God, He will initiate you into the death and resurrection experience. It was what God did to Elijah. When he sent him to go to Cherith and Zarephath, it was also death and resurrection experience. It's just like for God to, you know, for the captain of the host to walk with, to walk with uh, Joshua. He said, remove thy shoe. Initiate it to the holiness of God. The same thing. To initiate Moses, he, 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 he told him to remove thy shoe. So there are the fundamentals of God that you cannot remove. Even in the Old Testament, it's just like the camping of the children of Israel. If you look at the area camping of the children of Israel, you find that they formed a cross in the wilderness. When they were settled, the way they camped, this on the east, on the west, on the north, and the other side, if you take it there, you see that it was a cross. So if you take the area picture, you see the picture of the cross. The way they were moving, it become a single file, a tree. Are you getting that? So, the Old Testament gives us the understanding about Christ. Praise God. So, we'll be talking about this. We need to get back into the root of Christ. Enough of the peripheral Christianity. That is why that people don't respect Christianity again. Because we just use our idea. What uh, billionaires of the world... The ideas of billionaires of the world will copy it and then find one morsel of scripture and then put upon it. No, that is not the word of God. The word of God is the scripture. Jesus took time to explain the scriptures. The apostle took time to explain the scriptures. Are you getting that? And Holy Ghost will take you to the scriptures. Eh? When the angels spoke to, spoke to Mary, you know, spoke to Joseph about the, the child of the Holy Ghost in the womb of Mary. He said he referred Joseph back to the scriptures. So even angels must connect you back to the scriptures. Are you getting that? So that is exactly as it is. We must return to the scriptures and then we are still talking about Mount Sinai and the tabernacle experience. And I said that it was the institutionalization of the redemption process. Everything about it is instances of the redemption process. Emmanuel, God with us. So we can see the betting of Christ in that place. Are you getting that? Yeah, the betting of Christ. We'll come on to that. 
and in every aspect of the redemption, the things that are necessary for us to be the proper kinds of Christians that we ought to be. All those coverings, every single thing there, they have their significance. Of course, if you go to the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 8, the Bible says there, the Holy Spirit signifying, does signifying, the Holy Ghost does signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. Why the first tabernacle was yet standing. Do you understand that? I say, which was a figure for the time then present, yeah, in which we are offered both gifts and sacrifices. So all those things were a figure. Every single thing there was a figure. And the Holy Spirit did not make it known, but it's made known to us right now. So we can go to the Holy Ghost and He will explain to us all those things. By the time we get into the depth of all this, God will just enable us. Just stick close with me. Stick close with us here on Apostle James' podcast. Amen. And we are going to learn of all these things by the grace of God. When you have any question, then bring across. If you want to discuss with us, want us to chat on this, then just come over. We will chat on this particular podcast and discuss the word of God deep, call it for deep. We need to change the world. We need to bring Christ to the world. And it is only by the scriptures. Hallelujah. Praise God. I will come again to us another time. I remain your brother, the Lord brother, Apostle James of Fabi, transforming the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of men. Don't forget this. Share the word with somebody. Share it. The Bible says in the book of uh, Psalm chapter 68 verse 11 huh, that the Lord gave the word and great was the company of them that published it. Be part of that company of the publishers. See you next time. This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many.